What's up, boys? Good to see you. It's, uh, there's no light at the end of the tunnel. I thought that was the funniest quote out of uh, um, Sean Tate yesterday. There's yeah. No, no light at the end of the tunnel. No, and it was we, great. And we found out how much uh, weight Russell Whistle lost. Yeah. Because of uh, Kay Adams. Good for her. He, uh, I didn't feel like Sean Payton needed to put a number on it. <laughs> Boy, just Russell, more, just like Russell Wilson know. didn't want a number put on it. That no. was crystal clear. We got asked a bunch of times about it. Ooh, so are you taking that as a, a little bit of a, a a weird thing? No, not at all. Not at all. I just, you know, like Sean, I don't know. Sometimes he just well, what do you, he likes to talk. Well, what do you mean, Russell? I mean, what are you gonna do? Like, ah, oh, come on. You know, I mean, you, you know, you might bust the chops about it a little <laughs> bit, but. I don't think in the end it's that big of a deal, you know, for for Russ to be. You think you're talking about Russ possibly being upset with him? For I'm asking, ask actually you what, right. what your perception of it is. Yeah, no, I I don't I don't think so. I don't think so. I just you know, Sean, I don't know. He's just sometimes he gets rolling and especially like with national media members, it's mm. it's so different than local guys. Mm-hmm. Can right, it, where, where he won't let you ask two questions to right. Mac. That's right. Uh, he, won't ask, he won't let that's you right. ask the follow up. Right. You know, but he'll let Cliss, right. and then he'll let another guy. That's right. like, yeah. So it's, he's kind of all over the map. I, I don't mind it. I like it. I like it because it gives us more to talk about. Where he's are not you, as, with, where are you with Peyton? I'm, I'm sensing something here. There's a there's an undercurrent here with you. Oh no! I mean, I don't like that he relegated us to the you know. Uh, the North Pole to watch practice. Um, so no, but um, and, we, and we couldn't do our show from where we always do our show from, right? So no, hey, I mean that, twenty years that down the drain, who cares? Right, that R- takes Richie, me off. Richie's got a weed whacker. We figured yeah. it out. Yeah, <laughs> right. Uh, but uh, no, I mean that's just. Um, I, I, I look as a Feels coach. Like you're, you're holding back a little bit here. No, as a reason. coach and and. Um, and I've always got along with them when we've, you know, crossed paths. Yep. And 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 I love the hire to start with. I still like the hire. Okay. Um, and but I, I, he's entertaining. Boy, he you know cause we had the USA Today article. We we got you know he told us fifteen Russell's lost fifteen pounds uh, yesterday. A lot of coaches are just so scripted. Like Sean is like sometimes he's he's scripted. Sometimes he's not. Hey, well, if well, I showed up with a Gilligan hat and some sunglasses, do you think he would have put that on for me? I showed up just with the just with the other muggles Dude, and just absolutely like, not. Absolutely not. How, how would that have gone over? He would be like looking through you, yeah. shoved you into a locker, and fed you your own yeah. lunch, T Mac. But Kay, think about Kay something. Kay did. did. Kay showed up. She she got him wear a Gilgan hat and sunglasses and dropping national out. national media. He wants to be fun, you know. Okay. And that's what he was, right? He was a yep. national media member. Yep. And so. You know, you look at them, I guess you hold them in a higher regard than you do the local media members. I think that's fair to say. I think that's fair I to mean, say. He does. Yeah. You know, I, he, mean, I mean, you can tell by his actions, yeah. Oh, right? Yeah. He didn't have to do the interview with Kay Adams, right? No. You don't, you're not forced to do it, right? Nope. Chose, I mean, I think Kay is fantastic. I think she's great. Everyone loves Kay. She was so friendly yesterday, too. I just happened to be in there when she brought in like nine boxes of donuts. And she was super friendly. Her crew is great. They left a couple of boxes for the muggles. That's actually media. a really good move. That is that is a self-awareness move yeah. on her. Oh, yeah. Like, I know you it's guys really are great. here every day. Right. I know you grind. I know you can't sit down with Sean Payton. Yep. And I know I'm swooping in, and I can, and I'm going to use this as a lubricant with the media, well, with people. To, to, to be that. fair, Megan, who's with the Broncos, did suggest, why don't you just leave a couple of boxes here? But they were happy to do it. They, I'm sure they would have. One way or the other. They brought a bunch of boxes in just for, like, 
I don't know. Players? The fans. They go around and hand them out to the fans. Oh, what I've seen from other videos of them at training camp. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. I didn't catch that. Because they're no. on a tour right now. They're kind of like going across the country to different teams, and yesterday was their Broncos stop. The donut so. tour. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, a smart move, man. You know, And then they gave out the fan, like the little like personal fans like to fan yourself off from the heat with her face on them and their oh, name wow. on them. It was, was really cool. smart. No, they did it Very well. Smart. Yeah. But just checking, he doesn't have to do that. Of course no. not. Okay. No. No. Sean Payton, if the one thing we know for sure, Sean Payton is going to do whatever Sean Payton wants to do. <laughs> and if that means, I mean, think about Sean Payton's offseason. Think about this. In the same offseason where he wanted anonymous, uh, anonymity. Like yeah, yeah, just yeah. be invisible. Work yeah. hard. Let yeah. your... Well, we got a video of him smoking a bong. Oh my god! Uh, yeah, that that happened. That, that happened. Yeah, there was three years ago. <laughs> Let me just like that that happened. Okay, whether it was whether it was three years ago or three months ago, right? It's, you were in a compromising seat. We got a video. You smoking a bomb? One foot. Cypress Hill playing in the background. <laughs> just question I had. We don't know when it was from. To right. be fair, no, no, right? No, right, no, right, no, right. And that's why I said okay. that a minute ago. Okay. We don't know if it's three years ago or three months ago. But okay. you had yourself in a compromising situation to be filmed by a sixteen-year-old, not right. a male. Um. <laughs> you have you have him crushing the commissioner mm-hmm. for Owasarike yeah. uh, uh, suspension when, in fact, Owasarike was betting on the Broncos. You mm-hmm. probably didn't have all the information, and you kind of went on the record and blasted the commissioner. Shameful. Um, yep, yep, shameful. Shameful. You have uh, him uh, sitting down with Jared Bell uh, 48 hours later and doing everything, blasting Nathaniel Hackett, mm-hmm. everything that happened a year ago. I mean, in a very, 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 very short amount of time, mm-hmm. Sean Payton has made as many headlines as the Broncos coach, as anyone in recent memory. I mean, he did get headlines, too, for the hat and the glasses and all that sort of stuff, too. That's fun stuff. I'm sounding like, yeah, the, the, you know, he, he asked for anonymity, and at one point during this offseason, the Denver Broncos were on the front page of ESPN six out of seven days. Uh, do you think he just can't help it? I don't think he can help it. I think he's, he's just, just who he is. That's just who he is. Right, which I like. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not saying right. one way or the other, but it gives us a lot to talk it, about. It gave us a lot to talk All right, about. Does, does, it, does it work, though, a little bit in as much as the target's completely, he turns the target all onto himself and away from his players, so it, it might, I'm, look at the other side here, he may be protecting his players and just taking it on him. I don't think so. Look, I mean, because the, the, one of the big issues I had, you know, with bringing up the play from last year is guess what's going to happen? Mm. Russ is going to have to continue to talk about last year no, because no. now they're going to we're going to ask him about it again and again well, and again. Well, Sean Payton said it was all Nathaniel Hackett. Uh, that's why you sucked so bad last year. Is is that what happened? Was it all on Nathaniel Hackett? Like we're trying to turn the page. Russ doesn't want to talk about last year, so let it just let it be gone. I was shocked he did say a specific number to Kay Adams, like fifteen, when Russ. Yeah. Had, Really? That was news. That's news. Absolutely, because Russ went out of his way to not talk about the specific number. Hey, but good for Kay Adams. She brought it up right off the bat, and he talked about intermittent fasting and staying away from mac and cheese. Yeah. And, you know, that also confirms another thing we were talking about. You know, when you're on tour and you're on in Can, Con, Con, Can, Con, or yeah. you're just traveling and you're with it. Mac and cheese may come up once or twice uh, on that. When you're out at the U.S. Open over Labor Day weekend and you're sitting in the uh, the, the Williams box, I don't know. I don't know what the pastries are, are like there in Flushing. You know, and I think it's just like one thing after another. <laughs> I mean, or it's just, you know, you're at home late at night and you're making yourself mac and cheese at 9, 30, 10 o'clock With at night. One of those primary chef. And right. maybe your secondary right. chef. One of the two, yeah. One of them knows how to make mac and so cheese. So I give Russ actually a lot of credit under those circumstances in that scenario. To, to develop intermittent fasting habits that are positive, I give him so much credit for. Because so, that, that stuff 
is not easy, and he needed to diet. It not, it's not just about working out. But with Kay, he was like, yeah, I work out like three times a day. Dude, it's not about working out. It really is about diet before it's about anything else. Why do you think he felt like it was going to be a negative thing if we knew, just because it would have made headlines? Well, because now you look at him like you were fat last year. He never You're out of shape last he year. He never right? wants that's, to. That's going to be the headline. Yes, he never wants to admit anything was ever his fault. Right? Not his fault. Ever negative. Yeah, negative, yeah, yeah, yeah. Negative. I agree. Ever and negative. He, he kind of went there with Kay. Kay got it out of him a little bit when she was like, she asked him some. I'm paraphrasing. How is your confidence level coming into this year different than last year? Given how last year went, and Russell with his hand is motioning the ups and downs, like with his hands, um, and saying, "Yeah, like it. I have my moments." And I'm like, did Russell Wilson just say he has his moments like any other human being? But we don't get that from Russ, so I thought it was kind of cool. Well, you know what? I, th- I First of all, good for Kay Adams. She comes in like a like a bolt of lightning and just sort of upsets the apple cart in a very, very positive sort of way. And she, that is a human moment for Russ. Yeah. Hey, man, it's cool, man. You lost 15 pounds. You're on intermittent fasting. Guess what? You're just like all of us. We all could lose, you know, a lot of us could lose weight here or there. we got to figure it out. Yeah. You know, uh, it's hard for us to put down the mac and cheese, too. Yada, yada, yada. All, all that sort of stuff. And to say, hey, man, it wasn't good enough last year. I've got to be better, which essentially he said with her as well. Well, I think it was the approach last year, right, what he was trying to do. I think that was part of it. It wasn't like he was lazy. No, I think, I think not at all. Was, um, he had some over, bad habits. Overall. Well, no, I mean, I, he I has think, a bad eating. Habits. I think he wanted to bulk up. I think he wanted to uh, add some weight because why? He wanted to be a pocket quarterback. He wanted to be Drew Brees. He doesn't want to be known for his escapability as running. He, his second half of his career, he wanted to be that pocket quarterback, and so he was going to get hit. And so you want to bulk up. I mean, like every, right. you know, you transition in, in the NFL. Like you look at your offseason, you go into it. I'm like, all right, I want to be a little bit heavier this year. Let me let me let me bulk up a little bit so I can take some of the pounding. Mm-hmm. And then maybe the next year, like, you know, I, I want to lighten up a little bit. I was too heavy. It just didn't move as well as I thought I would I would move. So sometimes you go into off seasons and like, hey, I want to get bigger. I want to get a little bit lighter. Things like that can happen. And I think from Russ, he just wanted to get thicker and, last year. And he okay. gave us clues as to that being the case because what did Russ do a year ago that he's not doing as much this year? He showed us everything. And never he was doing the curls and he's yeah. like, mm-hmm. you know, it's loading season type of deal. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I, I think it was like a concerted effort. Uh, by the way, this is, not a, this is not a negative on Russ. Like, hey, way, way, to, way to go, Way to go. Yeah, it's right. actually a good thing. It's great. Yeah. It's great. Tip, tip it just reset cow. an old topic. We did the Russell weight topic. Right. When he showed back up, we were like, right. oh, my God, he looks like he lost 15 pounds. Because yeah, all we're saying now is how great he looks, how much better he's moving, how it got better in training camp. But Sean Payton did put No, because Sean once again made an old story new again by attaching new yeah. details to it. We already did this six months yeah. ago. You yeah. know, I saw him. We saw him in the NBA Finals. We were like, oh, my God, Russ looks fantastic. But you when think, you, all right, do you think Sean just did that? That was a slip. A little. Just yeah. him just being comfortable. One one, when he yeah. gets comfortable, he's just going to talk. And he's Delantes, not going to really think. Yeah. Yeah. Like, okay, are I'm going to say whatever. I'm, I'm just, I'm just going to be honest. We're just going to talk. Whatever. Do you, all right, if, do you, if, think, do you if, think he realized Russ hadn't? Said the number, or he just wasn't aware of it. I at thought all. Sean That's Payton has question. been asked about it, and oh, he has, and, and he hasn't put a number on it. Right, he, so that, he has answered the question a lot more guarded for a reason because right. you don't want to put a number on it. Like that's just common sense. Like there's no need to. But it's clear that he shouldn't have theoretically because Russ has been asked about it exactly, and he didn't put a number on it. Yeah, so, but but this is again this kind of yeah. silliness. Yeah. H- however, it does show you Sean Payton. He's going to be Sean Payton, man. Dude, 
Get ready. This is not. This is the beginning. Every couple months, there's going to be something. There, that's just how this is going to go. And this is great. Just buckle up. Let me ask you one question. You guys were having the goal line conversation a little bit earlier, how you never saw any goal line at camp. Now that the NFL did not ban the tush push, should the Broncos use that this year? He told us he would last year at Fox. Last year at Fox is after it had been going on, and he said, uh, if I'm back in coaching next year, we will run that play until they ban it. He also said he liked oh. referees and was going to have referees at, uh, during training camp. Yeah, the referees just kind of – just. I heard y'all talking about that the other day, D-Mac. Um, yeah, I, I, look, I don't think it's, uh, uh, you know, um, them worrying about paying the refs, certainly. No right, way. Right. That, that, no I mean, that's way. Not, when I heard someone throw that out there, I wasn't sure if it was you. <laughs> it was oh, definitely no. not okay. me. I, I, I respect mean, Greg Tanner. I got <laughs> it. They are, uh, the, the guy, the guy paid hundreds of thousands of dollars for engineering <laughs> students to watch a football game in Texas. And they changed the field out with one game. Uh, right. right. So, yeah, right. Grand yeah, there you go. The uh, they're not worried about paying the refs, no. you know, a hundred bucks and feeding them to come out. and <laughs> no, you, you, They should have them out there more. You know, you don't have to have them every day, but they should. They should have them out there a little bit more um, because it's it's you know it's a big part of the game, and you want to see when you're making these types of mistakes. Well, they clearly will next week because they have the Rams in town. You have to, right? right? You, you got to have that. And we're off of there. The weekend's here. Weekend's here. What's for the us, uh, not what's, for y'all. what's the best number there, Zach? This weekend. <laughs> what's uh, your favorite number this weekend? Oh my gosh, I I haven't looked at anything. I have not looked Nothing? at. Uh, no, I have not looked at a Little thing. League World Series or something. You got no, maybe. World Series. Oh, well, you shouldn't. Uh, yeah, this is your <laughs> one ally in that is. conversation, by the way. I actually oh, don't, don't think like you know it? that. No. He, went, oh, hates it. he went off on a diatribe last week. Oh, you don't like the kids either. Oh, no. Wow. It's not, about, it's not about the kids. It's yeah. about the organization. It's about the corruption of uh, the contract of a $62 million nine-year oh. contract. Oh, right. wow. And, and a juiced up, juiced up rules, um, corrupt system of getting kids and teams there. And the exploitation of children who just should not be on TV. You know way more about it than I did. I do. My only thing was, just show me, like, the finals. Show me what it's like Japan versus you. I don't think we need to see it for three straight Dude, weeks for 12 are, hours a day. That's so all. That's where right. I And they have the junior division now, the intermediate Down on the division. Kids. They have the Down softball the kids. division. The kids aren't being exploited. They totally love being, it. They love it. These parents they love it too love much. It. There's, it's not the best brand of baseball at that age. It's, <laughs> no one's talking about it's that. No one cares it's not about even that. close. You guys, don't no even, cares? I, you guys don't even know what Little League is. No, you're right. You don't even know. You realize Little League is like a, a, a it's not a Xerox, it's a photocopy. That's my bone. All right, I see you can get it. Attaboy. Thank you, bro. It's nothing about the kids. The kids are awesome. It's, it's a corrupt organization and a, a, a messed up system of exploitation of kids on TV. That's what it is. I just don't like for a month on TV. We're, we're on the same page. He stokes out of here. We got we to gotta move on. <laughs> All right, enjoy the weekend, the drive. We get going coming up next. Oh, my gosh. Denver Sports Station, 104.3 The Fan presents The Drive. Oh, my Baby, let me love you down. So many ways to love ya, baby, I can break you down. There's so many ways to love ya, got me like, oh my God, so in love. I found you finally. Oh, here we go. Let's see how we're doing. It's Matt Smith. What's up, Eddie? Oh, my. I'm doing great, man. KJ? Yo. Still? Yes, sir? Chicken fingers back there, slaving away. 
Saw Spivak earlier. He's already tapping out. No, just joking. <laughs> Set out for a second. But here we are. Training camp is done. How's it feel? It was a, this was an unconventional training camp. Pretty good. Hey, listen, let me, before I get to that, just really quick about the Little League stuff. Okay. And I, I, this, I promise, promise, promise I'll keep this it quick. Is, this was my fault. I own this. I, yeah. I promise I'll keep it quick. I just want to emphasize the parents, the kids, the people that participate essentially in the concept of Little League are awesome. And there should not stop. Stop. You're gonna make you're gonna make me you're gonna make me go longer. You're gonna make me go longer. <laughs> For the love of God, turn it off. You're right. It's not a there should be an affordable way for kids to play baseball and little league by a mile, uh, I think is the best way to do that. The corruption comes very specifically at the twelve year to thirteen year, because you could turn thirteen age group that you see featured at Williamsport. That's the problem. Although they are expanding it up to the intermediate division and juniors and whatever. So, but to, to, to say it's not a, I'm not ripping on um, kids and parents that just play in Little League all over the state and all over the country. I think it's amazing that a kid who's six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old can play because it's dominated in America primarily by tournament-based, um, high-priced uh, sort of uh, organizations. And there's nothing wrong with them either. They're just satisfying and doing a great job with the need. I know both. I participated in both. It is just simply the broadcast TV stuff, and I won't even bother you with all the details about why, but I just want this as a moment to say way to go to all the parents and kids and volunteers and the people that rake fields and get the equipment going and do all that stuff. I think that is awesome. I'm glad Little League exists for that reason. Yeah. You get to the 12-year-old division, and the TV stuff is it's it's ridiculous. Yeah, to clarify, you are not down on the kids, right? You know, hell no. I love the kids. The kids are the best part of it. But I don't think. Listen, I went through this very, you know, specifically. I don't think the reason to do something is just to be on TV. But that is the main motivator for the vast majority of the parents and the kids. And um, and you know what? Enough said. Enough said about it. But I just want to, you know. Tip of the cap to the volunteers out there because the vast majority of, of parents and youth sports that make it happen, that allow it to happen. And guess what? Most kids who sign up for sports, they kind of suck at whatever the sport is. <laughs> Doesn't matter what it is. Most kids just kind of stink at it. Definitely but, no future there. Yeah, it's just but, an activity. But, but, that's, but that's not the point. The point is to, to when, especially when you're a young kid, and parents do have to direct their kids. Or the kids will never play any sports. The kid's not going to be eight and say, hey, I'd like to take up lacrosse. I mean, maybe, but it's like, I'll give you a great example. The, the smartest thing we ever did when my kid was four years old was put him in skating lessons. He didn't tell us at four. He thought it'd be a good idea to ice skate. We had to, you know, push him out there a little bit. And, and we did with our oldest, and he played hockey his whole life. We did with our youngest, and he went to wrestling. You know, it wasn't his thing. So you got to, you know, expose kids to a variety of things. And then, you know, they have to pick and choose things as they get older, and then it becomes more complicated. So what are you going to do if there's not an easier way to play baseball? So I say, you know, props to that. That's it. That's all. No problem. 
Oh, I've heard this before, so I actually agree with a lot of what what you believe about about the organization. But to say like I hate kids, no, no. Stoke has given Zach a hard time, and Zach last week went went on a little bit of a rant about how he's just good. He doesn't need to see the kids baseball. Zach Zach just is annoyed, right? Just to see it on TV. Yeah, that is not how you feel. Zach doesn't really have any kind of depth of knowledge with it. He's just like annoyed by it. No, you have you have good reasoning. Yeah, you do. Uh, Anyways, Maddie, what was the question about training camp? Or you I saying? said, how how have you felt now that at least the section, while we're going to be broadcasting out there, that part of it is over. And technically, training camp is over, even though Sean Payton said there's no light at the end of the tunnel. And there's no light even at the end of the tunnel. It's dark. <laughs> I love that mentality. Uh, but how would you... <laughs> but, such a funny way to wrap up camp. It is, but it's been a completely different camp, right? Ticketing system, you know, the media, we couldn't be broadcasting from the field. So how'd you feel it went? I thought it was great, actually. I think, well, we can take it one topic by one topic. The ticketing system. Yeah, they knocked that out of the park. I was home, wrong on that one, too. Home run. I don't know what the final numbers, but I don't think that matters. It was a manageable amount of people, and good luck finding somebody who didn't get in that showed up. And I know there were a few people that did not have tickets that showed up. A few people, like, you know, individually, not a group of 30. Sure. And they got in. Well, good. Well, as good. As... I expected they would be able to get in. They're really, I think everybody, they created a sense of urgency. I think the training camp is just a tough view for fans to sit on a blanket in 95-degree heat, unshaded. I mean, I just think it's kind of a brutal viewing. But look what the Broncos did. They had food trucks out there. They had fun and games for the kids. They had misting tents. I mean, if you just sat there on a blanket, that's kind of on you. You know, there's plenty of places that you could get relief if, if you wanted to. And the practice still doesn't make it any more comfortable sitting on the hill. No, on the and, they, and the Broncos know that. And, and I think there'll be a huge um, reconstruction of that area. I think there should be. I, oh, I think there will be. And I think the, the Broncos will eventually have the locker room facilities where the players are over in the field house area. But, but that's going to take a major construction project. Yeah, a few years for sure. Um, few years to get that at least probably going. They're probably not breaking ground on it this up, upcoming offseason. Yeah, I just think the Broncos will do more and more to make that facility where they already own that land with the, the Walton Penner group. I think they're going to work on that a lot before we even think about throwing in a new facility. That's why I don't really think the Walton Penner group is ever going to build a new stadium. One think, thing at a time. I think they'll just try to improve on the areas that they have. I think there's some really creative things they can do in the parking lots around Empower Field. So I don't think there's ever going to be a new stadium. I don't think there's – they even do have designs. They have designed how they could put a roof on the existing stadium. And I think putting the scoreboard up is a, a bit of an indication of like, hey, there's a way to do this. You know, we got enough money. We can. You throw money at anything. You right. make something happen. Absolutely. Yeah, and listen, look look what happened at McGregor Square. And think about parking garages, not flat parking lots. You want to talk about a waste of space, a, f- a flat parking lot area? No, it's completely I mean, obsolete. Yeah. Give, me, give me a break. There's just yeah. better ways to do things. So I think, I, I think the Broncos are in great hands with the Walter and Penner group. I've been thoroughly impressed by them. What have they gotten wrong since they've actually purchased the team? Russ's contract. That was was that them or George Payton? You know, they kind of well, came in without a lack, without real football knowledge, and trusted George Payton. I, I, I feel like that one's more on GP than it is on Greg. Pe- well, <laughs> one GP than the other GP. I mean, it's the buck has to stop somewhere. Sure, 
You know, they did trust George Payton on that, and it was a bad idea. I mean, I'm not concerned. Well, hey, all right, Greg. I like Greg. That was George. Wait, is that George? Oh, that was George. You know, I'm not concerned. Uh, you're right, that's George. Yeah. I don't think he has anything to be concerned about now. My point was is I don't think the Penners have done anything wrong since they've come on board officially. Like, they've really done a find, nice job. It's hard to find something. And even Russ's contract, I, I'm not even going to fight you on that. You but know? look at Arizona. Like, I think Stokely brought it up, right? Like, look at Arizona and the situation that we just saw them dealing with with their field. The Broncos dropped four hundred grand to get new turf for one home game because yeah. it was insufficient. So, like I said, I think they've done a very, very nice job and have shown that they're willing to use their unlimited resources. The welcome to Rexham moments have been, you know, one after another. That's the show with the uh, with the Rob McElhaney and uh, Ryan Reynolds, and they just bought in a a Wales like fifth level soccer club, and they have they they've already got promoted, and they they're in season two, and it's one of the more popular. But season two isn't out world. yet, right? No, it hasn't come out. But it's it's know, this fall. Filmed. Yeah, it's gonna yeah. be awesome. I can't wait. I think. But but the point is, when I make that reference, they just went into a situation where, like, how do we fix it? It was like, well, you got to spend this for a coach. They did it. You got to spend this for a player. They did it. We got to fix fix the stands over there. They did it. They did it. They did it. They did it. They rexumed it. And that's what the Broncos did, too. And you can't really ask for more from an owner. Um, so, hey, props to everybody. Very positive mood here today. Let's go through the rest of training camp. This is the drive on the fan. around somewhere, but hey, you're listening and we appreciate it as we get into this weekend. little day off from the Broncos as they travel to Santa Clara and don't get it mixed up. That stadium is in Santa Damn Clara. Nowhere near San Francisco. I know that, Matt, because my son was living out in that area for the past 18 months and I painfully visit that area ad nauseum. Not that it's a pain to see my son, but nobody is more familiar with the San Jose Airport and the, the greater um, district of uh, Santa Clara and that stadium than uh, yours truly. There are better places in California. I've only ever been there one time. That was when the Buffs went to the Pac-12 <laughs> championship game. It's not a bad place. It's just a very generic place. Yeah, it's just nothing it's, much it's, going on it's there. Kinda like, uh, it's kind of like DTC. A it bit. is. Yeah. The whole thing is sort of like that. Yeah, But it's not. I laugh every time. San Francisco. No, it's not San Francisco. I mean, it's insane. First of all, you shouldn't even fly into the San Francisco airport if you're going there. You just fly into San Jose airport and you could walk to the stadium from there. But enough with that. That's where they are. Brings back good memories, of course, where the Broncos won Super Bowl 50. And uh, yada, yada, yada. What were you going to ask about? Oh, that's right. Well, I wanted to add one thing. We were talking about how we really didn't have much to be critical over the Penner Walton, you know, family ownership group. Honestly, in addition to the unlimited resources that they've been willing to spend on whatever has needed it, they've been there. Right. This is an organization that has needed real leadership from the top down for a long time since Pat had to step away. Mm-hmm. And Greg is there. I mean, Greg's got plenty going on. He doesn't have to be here. Oh, he's there a lot. Yeah, for sure. That's and I definitely think that his, shows good his, faith. his best nine to five job is being there. Which, I mean, I, did we think that that was going to be the case when they bought the team? We, we were very much wondering how much time he would actually spend at the facility. And it's not like he's just there on game days. He's there for training camp. He's there pretty much all the time. I think he's got a significant presence. I think you're right. I think that is a little bit more than we, we expected. I mean, the dude was running Walmart. So what else could you expect from them? Right. I mean, they've delivered a, a, as well as they possibly could have, given the fact that they don't come from, you know, football. 
I think they're uh, getting their feet wet. I, I know they're talking to a lot of different people about a lot of different things. Um, I think Sean Payton is a very interesting, perhaps challenging uh, employee, but uh, but Sean knows where his bread is buttered too. But he's you know he's going to be Sean Payton. And why would they want him to be anything else, right? Because that's who you yeah, hire. I don't think you have a choice. You just got to sort of, you know, um, just sort of roll with it. And when I say that, it's not to say ne- necessarily bad things. But he has a way of thinking that is unique to him. That's become clear. That's what I've really enjoyed in training camp, Matt, is to just be around Sean Payton so much and be like, oh, okay, all right. And some of the stuff I kind of laugh at. Some I shrug my shoulders to, but very little of it do I think, oh, that's a bad idea. I mean, very, very little of it. None. I mean, I can't think of much outside of maybe just a few things that they've done at training camp and maybe some of the things that he said. You know, I know he kind of let it slip that Russ had lost 15 pounds, but I go back to, look, if Russ had just been honest with us, I think that story turns into more of look at what he's done to get himself ready for this season rather than, and maybe maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong on this, but rather than hey, he was overweight last year, and that explains a lot. I don't think he. I think he just said. I think I don't think he thought about it. Me neither. You know, I don't. I mean, I guess if you really thought about it, you could say, "Oh, Rustin really want that out there." Um, but the thing, but it doesn't matter. I'm like like when is it an insult to tell people you've lost weight and you're in better shape? I actually told Kay. I actually sent her a note on Twitter. I said, "Good stuff," because we haven't gotten the real yet. And she said, "Hey, what do you mean?" She responded to me, "Hey, what do you mean?" I said, "Look, we didn't know how much weight he'd actually lost until you got it out of Sean Payton, and then you actually got him to talk about what he went through to lose that weight. Good job, because no, none of us could do it." Hey, KJ, did you see what just happened there? Move past it, will you? Did you see what, what just happened there? Pa- I'm trying to provide context you, to the story. That just slipped in like he's got like personal conversations going on with Kay I did Adams. not. Right. I just said that did I you, sent a note saying you, good work. And, uh, and she wrote back to you? Did you notice she that, did. KJ? Well, hey. Well, you're, you noticed it. He didn't. Because it really isn't significant. Did that slip past you, KJ? It, it did not. Unlike Geno Smith, somebody did write back. Mm-hmm. So that's, uh, like Coach Prime said, I keep receipts. It's all right. Mm. Mm. Matt Smith's got his own personal <laughs> issue with Kay Adams. Are we moving this on? Guy right here. Oh, <laughs> are we moving on to something more significant? Oh, I mean, I'll, I'll just say if we're just bragging about Kay I Adams' am not relationships. Bra- it was not a brag. I mean, if we're going in that direction, I'll, I'll let you know I said thank you to her, and she followed me on Twitter. Right. But I did not. I, hey, hey, I didn't get a follow. I didn't get a follow. <laughs> So who's winning now? That's I right. don't know. I didn't get the follow. But you got you got some you got you got a back I, and she, forth. Well, was, I got a wait, one question. Hold on, I got is a this, clarification. Is this question. a DM or no. just on a thread? You can look at it. It on is public thread? record. Okay. Yeah, not a DM. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I wouldn't do that. She'd have to follow you for a DM. Yeah, I wouldn't do that either way. So she followed me. Yeah, she did. Have you DM'd her? <laughs> I have not. Should I? Should I try it out? DM her. What, what, what would I? What, what should I ask her? You are the one with what, the what account. Be, that means you, you have to use your own game because yeah, yeah, you got her to game. follow you. There's no game here. What, I don't know. What talking about like DMs. Know? There's definitely a game here. No, Kate. I mean, I'm just saying. If we're talking about DMs, which we are, what would you we like? are. I mean, I got it. Like, what would you like me to say? I don't want you to say anything. But you said she followed you. How about this? Are you surprised? Ask her to come on the show. About the uh, Russ reaction to weight loss. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, hold on, hold on. It's getting hot. Would love Ooh. to have you on the show today. Send? Absolutely. Right, what, are, what are the odds here? Right. Uh, 15, what are the odds? 15%. What do you give me, KJ? I don't know. How, how well did it go? She followed you, so it must have gone well. Uh, it's Friday. What do you think? How many people does she oh, follow? Man. Do we know? I don't know. Because if, if it's like less than a thousand, I'd say uh, at least you get a, a response. A smooth 600,000 followers. No, no, no. How many people is she following? Oh, is she following? Uh, 1,300. 1,400. So it goes up to about okay. 35% with that sent DM. Mm. If it's only 1,300, then I would say you're you probably up to 35%. Do you know how many people are following me? Yeah, you, you get a nice following. It's like 56,000. Yeah. You know how many people I'm following? 4.2 million. 4.3 million? It's <laughs> <laughs> all, all very confusing. Maybe we get eight. But this is exactly how it worked for Patrick Schwarzenegger. You never remember, know. Remember that from uh, the NBA? This, this is true. Yeah, exactly, I do remember this, yeah. That's exactly how it worked. All right. We'll all right. see. We'll see. Um, I just like how Matt slipped that in right there. Like, uh, you know. I, I don't even know what to do. Hey, you got to know something, too. You got to know something, too. Kay Adams is Rachel V. Hill's hero. Is she? Hero. I can see that. Rachel spent an extra hour just waiting around hoping to run into her because she, she didn't and she never did she Aww. she talked to like one of her producers or whatever but she didn't i bet kay would talk to her case oh, oh, nice. there's no doubt she would have yeah. she wasn't trying to avoid rachel but Sounds after like it after the show last night i i screenshotted like kay adams is following you i was like jealous <laughs> <laughs> all right training camp well we'll see we'll see hey now we get a little thing well we'll get a little dm back from kay oh. don't, don't hold your breath did i tell you my wife's out of town Oh, well, K is too. Right. That was a in and out. <laughs> this is the drive of the fan. You're listening to The Drive on Denver's Sports Station, 1043 The Fan. I see our guy, uh, Mike Cliss, put out the nine things to look for the Broncos. He'll be on with us in about an hour. We can go through some of those things. You know who this is right here, D-Met? Oh, Let me listen on. to it a little bit. This is easy. There's a layup. There's a bunny. Don't miss this. Not sure. Oh. I just gotta, gotta let him guess. I gotta let, let him get to the chorus. Okay. Okay. Is the chorus coming? Yeah, it's coming. Yeah. It's coming up here. Say, it's right here. At any second here. No diggity. But this is not no diggity, is it? No, 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 no. no, no, no. no. Kind of that vibe. Here you go. Just take a guess. You don't have to be right. Ah, it's so familiar. I don't know, though. Played at a sold-out show uh, tomorrow night at uh, Power Field. Do you want a hint? Oh, is this Loverboy? Nope. Not even close. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> no, who's this? Loverboy couldn't sell out the goth. This is Ed Sheeran. <laughs> oh, this is Ed Sheeran. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's terrible. I should definitely uh, know that. Hey, yep. Drew, Drew, that's a good one. <laughs> Thank you. Damn, I mean, yeah, that's tomorrow night. Or tonight? What is it? What? It's tomorrow night. Tomorrow night? Wow. Yeah. That's going to be a fun show. Is he doing T-Swift numbers? Or? You see, you see, <clears> he's probably doing pretty good, but quite, quite it, not good. His, good his tickets are affordable. so they're, yeah. they're really affordable. You know, I'm actually an Ed Sheeran fan. I can't believe I didn't even recognize that. You don't have that. to re- refinance your house to be able to go to his show? Nope. No, okay. not, not for this one. Oh, Dude, I good. think you can get in for under 50 bucks. 
Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. In the door. You know what that smells like? Under 50 bucks? That smells like rooftop Richie. Well, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Big work, show like that. Work your magic, Matt. Affordable. We're not giving up on you in your dating life. Well, thank you. I'm doing just fine. Uh, are you? There is, there is nothing I'd like to put on the street. Yeah. But you're doing just fine. Doing just fine. Did everybody catch the Manly Matt move earlier today? <laughs> I mean, uh, you, first of all, for all the macho sort of stuff that exists at this radio station. Yeah. I'm going to put this out there with Mark Schlereth and, the you know, watching other people mow his lawn and all that sort of stuff. Uh-huh. There is zero doubt the most manly of men at this radio station, without a doubt, is Matt Smith. I mean, it's, it's, Can't not, deny it. it's not even actually close. As far as, like, knowing how to do manly things, yeah, not like being manly as in I played in the NFL. No, just like manly stuff. I, I take that crown proudly. Yeah, Matt can, first of all, fix anything, build anything, awesome with engines and cars and all that. Well, like, you know, it's a sliding scale. <laughs> all right, but, but like, seriously, of, of KJ, name a manly thing. Name any kind of manly, real manly sort of thing. What's the last manly thing that your newlywed asked you to do around the house? Oh, man, that is a great question. She asked me to move the heaters to the basement. Wow. Um, well, that's big. He have two arms and two legs he for could, that. He could build the heater. <laughs> well. Or he could, yeah. he could fix the electricity going sure. to the heater or whatever. Sure. Could you do wiring? Yeah. Can you build a house? Yeah. <laughs> he could build a house. How do you get more manly than being able to build a house? I can build a Lego house. Oh, now, look, that might be right up there. He might be number two. Matt just put some WD-40 on the hinges of the the, the door between the producer studio and the on-air studio. It was squeaking every time we walked in. I hated it. You got to be careful now because now it hits you on the way in and out. That's how it was designed, by the way. It's like lightning. (laughs) Especially for you. All right, uh, Manly Matt. Yeah. So M- Manly Matt had this Manly Matt moment. He just came and just brought WD-40. Let me just take care of the door for you. He just took, he just brought in. Who who does that? It was who in brings- the back of my car. I said, you know what? <laughs> right? See? Who else has WD-40 just in the back of their car? Yeah, that's probably me. Uh, my guy. My guy, Manly Matt. I freaking love it. I can't do anything. Yeah. That's obvious. Mm. I got you. Okay, training camp. I what don't else? want to be mean. What else stood out? No, it's, I, I admit it. I mean, I'm, I'm you not. You got to have some experience it. in it, though. You got to do it and then fail for a while. The craziest thing that I can do really, really well, I can change a tire and I can parallel park. That's good. Yeah, you can parallel park. <laughs> yep, but like I'm really good at parallel parking. <laughs> You're not making it better. I know. In either side, doesn't matter. Either side. Either side. Now that's impressive. I'll, on the one way, I'll go to the left side. No now, problem. Now, what if you were in London? Do you, do you think you could I'd do it? I'd be fine. Then? No, I'd be amazing. At parallel parking, no, no matter. Even where. on the other side of the street, other side of the street, no problem. Even from the passengers, I actually take strange pride in parallel parking. Like I have, like definitely parallel park some places. You're the type of guy that when you pull up with a carload of people, you're like, everybody get out and watch me do this. Ain't no doubt about it. Mic drop and change a tire. Don't but even need a measuring tape to tell it's equidistant space between the front bumper and the rear bumper. I can see it just with the naked eye. I can figure it out. Absolutely. I just eyeball it. And let me tell you, there's not a lot, but there's that. It sounds like you're pretty manly to me. Well, that's it. I mean, it's a, it's a low level of, of skill. Okay. All right, training camp. What else uh, stood out? I think the most pleasant surprise of camp ended up being one of the things I had 
one of the biggest questions about heading into it, and that's this group of pass rushers. Now, given they've gone against the Broncos' offensive line that has not looked that good. Where are you with Randy Gregory? I'm pulling for him, man. I, I like too. Randy Gregory. I'm not one of those guys that's going to hold a lot of that stuff against him. It sucks. You can't control injuries. You know, you can do the best you can to take care of your body. The other stuff, it seems like he's working to move past, so he absolutely has the benefit of the doubt for me. And last year, when healthy, he was the best player on the Broncos' defense. So I thought he was the most impactful. I'm rooting for him. I hope he has a huge year. In fact, by one bold prediction, when we did bold predictions for all 32 NFL teams a couple of weeks ago, I think it was uh, – I think it was Kyle and I, was that Randy Gregory would play every game this year for the Broncos. Oh, that'd be great, man. It'd be huge. That would be awesome. Massive. Because the pass rush starts with him, right? He is the one that is going to stir that drink. Mm -hmm. Whoever he gets opposite of him is going to be the Robin to his Batman. It's been Jonathan Cooper a lot out there at camp. So I think uh, get to know number zero, Jonathan Cooper. Right, because Baron Browning, starting this year on the pup list, hasn't had that opportunity, puts him behind the eight ball. Yep. But... So you got Jonathan Cooper who stepped up. But you also have Nick Benito who's shown some strides here in year two, which yeah, I had a lot of questions he's about. He's been hindered for the past week or so with some hip. Some but I'm not going to hold that against him. No, it's just a probably. He got hurt in the game. I, no, I, I get it. But uh, I'm bummed about it because he was having a great camp. And I just hope, hope. It's not some sort of lingering, nagging injury that's going to, you know, get in his way. Sure. It's not, not all injuries put you out. Some injuries just hold you back. And I'm I'm hoping, knock on wood, that's not the case because he had a tremendous camp. Um, you're you're, you're going to get the guy that you might get some shocking pass rush help from, maybe, is Drew Sanders. That is going to be extremely interesting. That'll be a wild card. Yeah, that's that's right. Yeah. And, and I think they're holding them back a little bit. I think they got some ideas of how they want to use them. But this dude, this is a pretty good, not on the surface, I think it's a great draft pick. Zach Allen, I don't think that should surprise anybody. I think you'll get pressure from the inside from Zach Allen. But I do think he has proved to us that he can be the Draymond Jones replacement. Because I there were questions. So I, and, I agree. And he's a load. In the I first agree. drive against Arizona, he got held two times, no flags. It's like, okay, this guy's going to be hard to keep out of the backfield. I think it's an upgrade from I actually do, too. Yeah. Because if you look and at I his like numbers. Draymond. I like Draymond. If you look at his numbers from last year. They are within one tackle or one quarterback pressure of each other between Zach Allen and Draymond Jones. So if you can just get that guy, you're, you've already done well. If you can get him to play at a higher level than what we saw last year as he's a budding star in this league, mm-hmm. then I think you've knocked that out of the park. I think, though, Randy Gregory, man, kind of a uh, pass rush will be defined essentially by the effectiveness of Randy Gregory. I think that they will go as he goes. I think you're right about that. Because on the other side, you got Frank Clark, who I think was a great addition. I was pounding the table for them to make a move for a guy like that, and they did. But you also have to understand that he's going to be a rotational depth piece, and you need other guys to step up. So outside of that, I think you've even seen some good things from rookie Marquise Hain, Thomas Incum, I thought looked good in the game the other night in Arizona. So they've, they've got some options. You know, when one fights, we all fight, though, Matt. When one fights, we all fight. Oh, wait. I seen two of y'all walking off over there. And you got a key teammate fight. What do they do there? What do they do there? What do they do there? Not here. In one fight, we all fight. You understand that? I don't want to see y'all walking off with somebody's fight. Yes, sir. Never again. So when you're in Lodo tonight at happy hour. Well, 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 hold on. All right, never mind. (laughs) Big story of the day. Russell Wilson's weight loss. Details next.